It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. It was 2003 when this band came smashing onto the airwaves around the world. They're called The Darkness, and they came out with an album called Permission to Land, that song you're going to love, I believe, in a thing called love, as well as many others. And they've just announced they're coming back to Australia to tour some more. And what a great live band they are. We've got Justin Hawkins on the phone, lead singer, lead guitarist. G'day, Justin. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm stoked to be talking to you. I, uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> as an Australian fan of. Well, I, I was telling my young, my young uh, mate here who works in the studio with me, uh, definitely in one of the, my top ten greatest live bands I ever saw. Oh wow! That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And to uh, to know <laughs> Where that did you, you see us, by the way. I saw you at uh, as uh, Mark might have, you might have heard him say I'm in a couple of bands. I sing with a band called yeah. The Angels, who's been uh, uh, a stalwart of the Australian pub rock scene for the last forty years, and we played. Australia invented the pub rock scene. Yeah, yeah well, they were, they were right at the start, you know, close to the Easy Beats and ACDC and that. Uh, but we oh, wow. played at Sweden Rock in 2015. <laughs> And uh, I, I guess it was when Rufus had just started playing with you guys. Sounds like it, yeah. So I think I remember what I was wearing on that day. Yeah, a jumpsuit. Like a well, le- I've been wearing uh, the, the sort of um, French aristocracy, like a dictator's costume kind of thing. No, I, I saw you had like a, a motorcycle, uh, like a one-piece, like Evil Knievel thing that you tied up around your waist. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, Mate, cool. Th- um, so you must be excited after, like like any band is, after all the pushbacks and postponements that you're uh, you're on a world yeah. tour again. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, weirdly, when it all sort of became difficult at the beginning of COVID, we were actually in Australia, um, and I remember we were in uh, in Sydney when uh, I was watching TV and I saw um, I saw when. Donald Trump was declaring it a state of emergency in America, and it was quite obvious that things were, were not going to be easy to, to sort of finish. We, we ended up cancelling the last couple of shows on the Australian tour last time, so we've got unfinished business in, in Australia. So it makes sense that when the world goes back to normal, we come back and finish the job, you know. Um, but we, we had for the last two, well, for two years after that, it was just, we, we lost six weeks in America. We've lost uh, we lost a whole um, European tour, and uh, yeah, I think it's the same for everybody, isn't it? It's just been a nightmare. Yeah, and look, I think the thing that people don't realise um, is, although it's hard work and it's hard slog getting out there on the road and all that stuff, it's mm. bloody good fun as well. So you miss that, don't yeah. you? <laughs> well, you do. I think it's. Um, you know, like you said, it's uh, there's a lot of travelling in between the shows, but the whole thing about touring is that you get to these shows, and there's no, there's, there isn't a better feeling in the world for a musician to, to you know, to play in front of an audience. Um, everyone's suffered in COVID times, but I think for musicians, it's kind of like that's that's the whole reason why you do what we do, isn't it? It's, um, to interact. Nice to be back. Yeah. Now, so nearly coming up on twenty years, mate. Can you believe that? As, as you know, since Permission to Land <laughs> came out. I know. Yeah. It's um, it's already been twenty years since we wrote those songs. Right. Because we've been gigging them for quite a while before we actually recorded them properly. Well, um, 
Sorry. So it's kind of like I remember the we 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 had to dig out some um, files for for when we did um, I believe in a thing called Love was in a, a Super Bowl advert years ago, and when we dug out the files, it, it, we realised that the the lead vocal on that was recorded on September eleventh, two thousand and one. Wow! Um, you know when the uh, mm. the Twin Towers and all that. So um, all those songs have been around for for even longer. Um, but it's still they still feel young. <laughs> you know, when you play them, they're still sort of you never get bored of playing those songs, really. Well, I think that's the the energy, and um, it's uh, you know I I put it down to the uh, the Jack Black factor. Um, or, you know, Dewey Finn, obviously in School of Rock. Um, what, yeah. There was a time there where I was like, oh, is rock cool anymore? I don't know, you know, is, are we flogging a dead horse? And then I saw Dewey Finn and I went, yeah, who cares, man? Rock is cool yeah. and that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's the right attitude, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, but the stuff that is cool, I mean, if, if, if rock isn't cool, then what is? Mm. <laughs> well, that's all. And if anything's cool, then we're, we're fucked, really, aren't we? I, mean, <laughs> I think it's just, you know, it's... Um, I think it's gone. It has to be beyond cool, really, doesn't it? It's got to, be, got to make you feel something. Sure, and and I think you know the the people um that that people mix up having a good time with uh, not taking things seriously. And I think there's all these pundits out there who are like, oh, are they really taking it seriously? It's like, uh, once again, when I saw you guys play, talk about serious guitars between you yourself and your brother Dan. Man, it's yeah. just wild. I, I, you can't get that just mucking around. I don't know. I think um, you can piss about, but you have to practice before you do that, I suppose. <laughs> you know, you have to put the work in before you're allowed to, um, you know, start pissing about, really. Yeah, go off script. Now, uh, so you got the you got yeah, Motorheart but... out, which you bought out last year, um, and mm-hmm. it, it must be great to know that uh, each time you bring out a, an album, there'll be songs that you love off that album that are going to stay in the set, and the set's going to get longer and longer. Yeah. <laughs> True, yeah. Um, it's funny because when when you do like um, festival season is quite interesting because that's when you find out if the stuff really sinks or swims because you know you're going to be playing to like a passing trade audience that aren't necessarily going to be aware that you've got more than one record. Mm, you know? mm. So the, the things that go in the set really have to really have to justify inclusion. Um, but weirdly, the title track is, is really fun to play every time. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, even if the crowd doesn't like it, a song, it doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't play it. Mm, you yeah. know, if it's, uh, it doesn't even have to be instant, really. It's just if it brings a certain energy that the rest of the rest of your material doesn't have, then, then, it, then it justifies its inclusion. So there's a couple of, um, couple of songs from the new record that are definitely going to be you know, even in the festival set, which is the, the the difficult thing to get into, I think, when you've got eight albums. So, um, but I think you know, it's really fun to play to play all that stuff. Really, um, there's a song called "The Power and the Glory of Love," which I was really loving, um, but then when we started playing it live, it just didn't work that well, mm. and uh, landed a bit awkward. You know, um, and and I think when you Go on tour. That's when you find out which ones are good and which ones uh, are not ideal. Yeah, alive, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Because um, you just know how it feels, doesn't? Don't you? It's not even about the audience. Actually, it's about how you feel about it. Well, that's right. You can come off and go, yeah, that didn't land very well at all. 
Um, yeah. But then, and, and, and also, like, it, within the band, you get, like, four different opinions of how it landed. Yeah, yeah well, that's, different that's the other thing. The amount of times I've walked off stage and gone, how good was that? And three of the other blokes gone, that's the worst gig in my life. <laughs> I go, what? Yeah, I was killing me, it out there. It happens to me all the time, Dave. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's really, I, I think singers have a different, yeah, well, that's know, right. a different experience. <laughs> you know. We're up there connecting <laughs> with the chicks in the front row. Yeah, that's it. We're doing a, we're doing a different gig. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, we cannot wait to get you down here. I'm sure people will be uh, getting online to buy the uh, pre-sale tickets uh, because, as I said, you're one of the greatest live bands I've ever seen. And if you want to see energy, you want to see big guitars, big fat drums, sing-along choruses, then you've got to see The Darkness. Nice one, Dave. Appreciate it. Cheers, Thanks, mate. mate. Take care. 